G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Hope everybody is well. I just had a big last few days with my birthday weekend, birthday celebration. So getting back into it a little behind on the podcast, which I apologize for. Not that most of you actually care, but trying to get back into it um, and have a big week of podcasts. Been trying to get Lauren back on um, it's just trying to work out the logistics of our times. It's actually easy, um, harder than it you would imagine, even though we both live in the same house. But hopefully this week we'll get that out. Um, but today's episode, what I really want to do is talk about a topic I get asked about a lot, which obviously makes sense, right? Talk about something you're asked about. Um, and that is the topic of toning, 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 toning. However you want to say it, my Australian accent sometimes forgets letters um, in my pronunciation, but toning. So what's the question I always get? Hey, Mark, I want to be toned. Should I, what should I do? Oh, hey, Mark, what are the best exercises for toning my legs? Hey, Mark, what should I eat if I want to be toned? And so on and so on and so on. Now, is there anything inherently wrong with wanting to be more toned? Well, no. And the people who ask this definitely don't mean it in in any negative way, or I'm not say, even saying there is a negative to the term toning so much as I think people get confused with it. So today's podcast episode is around the concept of toning, and I just really want people to understand why toning isn't really a thing at all, especially toning a muscle. And by searching for that or that concept of whatever people are thinking about when they say it is often counterproductive. And today's episode is really going to be about understanding why toning so much is probably not the best term and how I want you to look at what we can do to improve your body composition. Um, and so I know a lot of times you can be like, oh, well, what is in a term? Like, does a term matter? And it doesn't matter too much if, for the most part, if you're going, hey, I want to do this exercise and you call it something different. I don't think that matters. But I think it matters when you think the body does something that it does not. And that's the issue around toning is I think people do really – well, I don't think, I know people think that, say, a muscle can be toned or certain rep ranges leads you to being toned and whatnot. And it's just not quite correct. And so then people go off and train in a way that isn't really appropriate for their goals or they think they need to be training a certain way, which doesn't really match up with their goals. So let's get into it, guys, um, because the more that you can understand about how to train intelligently then the more chance you are, you are going to be training successfully, which is ultimately what we want. So now, toning. Firstly, what is toning? Okay, like like what is toning when people say, I want to be toned? Because like, what does that mean? And why I say, what is that? Because a lot of people seem to have a different meaning to it. Okay, so toning generally means, I think a lot of the time is, hey, I want to have less body fat and more muscle mass. I want to have less body fat 
and the same muscle mass, but I just need to have less muscle mass, um, body fat. Pretty simple. So people want to see their muscles. They want to be a bit harder. So lower body fat means you're going to look harder. But the thing is, is that a lot of the times, I don't think we realize enough that toning is not one thing so much as, all right, we just need to eat these magic foods or we be toned or we need to train in a really high reps to be toned. Now, let me explain it like this. What are the best exercises to tone a muscle? Well, a muscle cannot be toned. Like what does toning mean? And what I mean by that is if you're resistance training with your muscles, obviously, so you've got strength adaptations. Or, so strength adaptations are what we call like neurological adaptations. So you can get stronger without building muscle, okay? But you can also obviously resistance train and aim to build muscle, which is the you know, majority of us trying to build muscle to add shape and stuff to the physique. But the muscle itself doesn't get toned. The muscle, when we resistance train, can be grown. Or when we don't resistance train, it can um, decrease. So a muscle can either grow or decrease, grow or decrease. And of course, it can maintain this muscle size, but primarily it's going to grow when we train it, if we eat well and train it, or we don't use our muscle, it decreases. It decreasing or it increasing does not make a muscle toned, okay? A muscle is going to be what a muscle is going to be. It doesn't change the breakdown of the muscle. Just like if you're doing high reps to build muscle or really low reps to build muscle, you're still going to build muscle tissue. It's not going to change. Um, high reps is not going to make the muscle look different to lower reps that builds the same amount of muscle mass. But when often we, I get these questions from people who are newer to training, they think certain exercises are going to be better to tone a muscle. So what I mean is kind of like, oh, well, don't do big weights like squats and deadlifts and bench press. It's better to do more isolation exercises to tone a muscle. And obviously that kind of makes no sense at all, right? Because an exercise, as I said, an exercise can build a muscle or if you're not doing it great, you won't build the muscle, but it's not one of it's one or the other, or again, you can lose a muscle, but doing an isolation movement just builds a muscle. An isolation movement means it's just single joint. Whereas a compound movement, it means it's multi-joint. They both do the same job. They both train a muscle, a mu the muscle to grow. Then when it comes to fat mass, again, people will ask, what's the best way to tone my, my, my belly? What's the best way to tone my legs? Should I eat certain foods or should I, um, what exercises should I do to tone my legs? Because I want my legs smaller. Again, when it comes to muscle, you can build it or lose that muscle from not training it. But when it comes to fat mass, it's the same thing. You can add new fat tissue, which obviously normally primarily is not always the goal unless you've been really lean. So you can grow um, be, grow fat, more fat mass, so add new fat cells, or you can decrease the fat within the cell. So you don't actually lose fat cells. So when you gain fat over time, you add more fat cells. But what it seems is that when you lose body fat, you don't actually lose those new fat cells. You just lose fat within that cell. They just shrink, but they don't actually go away once you add new fat cells, which is a whole another podcast. The point is by doing lifting weights and stuff, you're not actually directly influencing the fat mass. So again, you toning 
there's no one exercise that makes that fat mass lower. There's no one food that makes that fat mass lower. And again, with the muscle mass, there's no one exercise that specifically makes um, you grow muscle, say, superior, uh, superiorly to other exercises. Now, why does all this matter? Because if we start to look at it like this, you start to realize that toning is not really anything. All right, so what is kind of toning that people think? Primarily, people want to have more muscle mass or at least visual muscle mass and less body fat. And primarily, you losing body fat is going to make you look more muscular. So this is why often when I do say my um, post my challenge transformations and stuff like that, you'll have someone who is a bit softer in the belly and chest and shoulders. And then on the after photo, they've got all these abs, they've got all these lines on their chest and shoulders. And people are like, oh, did they build or cut? And the person's obviously lost like seven kilos, eight kilos. So obviously there's only one thing they could have done to be that, that lean and that's a cut but people go oh do they build because they look like they have more muscle mass they look like they have more muscle mass because they lost fat mass and this is what happens when you lose body fat then you're losing the fat mass which is covering your muscle mass so which then allows you to reveal more of the muscle mass which is actually already there and this is why often when people lose fat mass they look bigger because they now can see their muscle which shows them that harder defined body it's not that they've done certain exercises become more toned so you could do the exact same exercises in a build phase in a surplus and then do the exact same work exercises in a cut phase which you should be doing and just eat in a calorie deficit and lose weight and you'll be much more visually defined it wasn't that you change your exercises to be look more toned you've just changed your nutrition your calories and done the exact same kind of training and now you look more defined so that's why too often people go, oh, I need to do X exercises when I'm in a build and X exercises when in a cut. No, you need don't need to do different exercises. Likewise, again, yesterday or the day before, I think I got a question being like, hey, Mark, um, if I'm going to do one of your programs, um, what are the rep ranges? Because if I'm because I saw something like I saw um, what's the rep ranges for your build or what's the rep ranges for the cut? Because or something along the lines of, you know, should I be doing a lot higher reps for the cut? And again, no, you don't need to be doing higher reps because higher reps don't lead to more definition or anything like that. Um, and it's just one of those things that we get really confused on. And the th the reason why it kind of matters is you want to know what you're doing from a standpoint of if I'm doing X exercise or if I'm having doing resistance training or if I'm eating X amount of calories. Why am I doing this? What's it trying to achieve? And a lot of things that we try to do are pretty simple and black and white, but people from over the last, you know, 20 years of me being in the industry kind of have these kind of ideas that certain things do a lot more than they actually do. You know, it's like, oh my God, if you do X exercise, it's going to do this, do that, do this, do that. And in reality, we resistance train primarily to build muscle mass. Or in a calorie deficit, we're res resistance training to maintain our muscle mass. If we're trying to build, build, um, sorry, if we're trying to gain weight, we're in a calorie surplus. If we're trying to lose weight, we're in a calorie deficit. It's it's actually really quite basic. But the whole toned idea around when people push toning is that you do these one things and all of a sudden it's going to give you everything. If you do, say, squats and if you do deadlifts, 
and you eat this one food, all of a sudden you're going to be so toned because of no real reason. And then people get caught up and they don't actually quite understand what they're doing. And so it's always just really important to identify the reason why you're doing something. And of course, the more you're learning, you don't have the answers always, but you also don't want to think certain things are magical when they're not. And in, in over time, you know, changing your body composition feels like magic. You know, it's amazing when you change your body composition to see yourself build the body you want, but try not to get kind of confused with like buzzwords because buzzwords often lead people to kind of get really confused or buzzwords make people think they're doing things that they're probably not, or they feel like they need to add things. And that's one of the things is that there's so much kind of misinformation in the fitness industry where these buzzwords make people feel like they're not doing everything right. And they're missing all these kind of magic variables. And it's funny because, you know, I train a lot of different kind of levels of clients and training ages and knowledge base. And it's always the clients who are much less advanced, much less knowledgeable and much less, um, you know, elite physiques who are the ones who always message me that the programs don't have enough for them. The ones who message me that they need to be doing X and they're telling me what they need to kind of be doing and whatnot. Yet it's never my personal trainers. It's never my elite pro clients. It's never my clients who squat 150 or 160 as women and 60 kilo body weight who tell me they need more. It's always the opposite end. And the thing I often relate that back to is that a lot of these people who tell me all the things they don't have and they need, even though they're not advanced, they're the ones who've got quite into fitness the last couple of years and they're new and they're, they're really, you know, looking for all these magic secrets and um, buzzwords and they, they're, they're new to the game and they're not quite at the level of understanding that so much of this, the industry is smoke and mirrors. And a lot of the best results you'll ever see don't come from anything too crazy. A lot of the best results come from things you're already doing. It's just doing it over time. I remember one time I had a client tell me that, you know, the program wasn't going to help them get toned enough in time. And I think it was, this was maybe a year or two ago. And, you know, the program was just a standard, you know, hypertrophy program. And, you know, like they wanted all these kind of triceps and stuff like that because their heart rate wasn't getting up enough. I was trying to explain to them that resistance training is, that's not where we're trying to, you know, get the heart rate up to get fat loss. We do that through the nutrition and we can do that through steps and cardio, but they'll just so mentally ingrained that like, I can't rest more than 45 seconds because then my heart rate drops and I feel like I'm not doing anything. And then if I get too much recovery, I'm not going to get toned and whatnot. And it was one of those painful experiences, which sometimes you have, no matter how much education you provide them, they don't want to do it. And that's life. But the key of today's podcast is just to really drill in that toning, there's no such thing really as toning a muscle, okay? You can be more defined. So if I want to go, hey, I want to be more defined. How do you be more defined? Well, I be more defined. I have more muscle definition just by losing fat mass. Even if you don't have much muscle mass, you can be more defined just by losing fat mass. That's why you often see people who are really skinny will have a six pack and they have shoulder definition and chest definition, but they can be super, super skinny and barely any muscle. But because they have just so such low body fat, their muscle reveals itself, even if it's not much. Likewise, when you see like a bodybuilder step on stage, they're gigantic, but they're, they're massive, but they also have low body fat. It's just, they have so much muscle mass, which adds shape to their physique. But 
when you're training for fat loss or when you're training to, um, you know, be more defined, you don't go and choose certain special exercises that make you look more toned. Remember, your takeaway is with muscle, you can build muscle, you can grow it, or you can lose muscle mass. So like, you know, you go in the hospital bed, you break your leg and you can't walk on your legs for six months, 12 weeks or whatever. Your muscle mass lowers dramatically quite quickly because you're not using that muscle mass. But you're not getting more defined, toned, you're just losing muscle mass. Likewise, when you have fat mass, if you're eating the surplus and you're not resistance training, you generally accumulate more fat mass. Likewise, you can be lifting heavy, doing absolutely no cardio and just eating less and losing fat mass because fat can either be added or lost. None of these things are inherently what toning is. Toning is no magic exercise or magic food that makes you tone. You lift to grow muscle or you're eating a surplus to build, grow fat, which sometimes is the case when you're super lean or um, lose fat to eat less. But there is nothing, hey, I want to be more toned. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to build muscle or do you want to get leaner? Just try to understand that because once you understand that and be a bit more specific with understanding what you want, it starts to make sense why toning is not an actual thing. And it allows you then to start understanding where to place your efforts in training. Okay, so the more that you can understand the real absolute basics, the more you understand, hey, this exercise does this or doing this in the gym is going to help this. But there's no magic, unfortunately. There's no kind of, um, you know, thing that does one exercise, which means you're going to have abs and be leaner and be more jacked and all these things. A lot of having, you know, a, a great physique is just the accumulation of doing many different things well over time. So, guys, I hope that somewhat explains it. It's always a lot easier explaining these kind of things in person when I used to teach people. But I hope that it gives you a bit of understanding of that. Um, towards it. So if you're a bit confused, again, just go over this podcast, listen to it, and then, you know, go build muscle, go lose body fat, go focus on one of the two things. Um, and that's where you're going to get those great results. So if you enjoyed this episode, guys, please make sure you um, like the podcast. If you haven't yet, please leave a five-star rating when you do, it helps so much and make sure you press the follow button guys, wherever you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please let's press the follow button for the coach Mark Carroll podcast at the top. It helps tremendously. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye.